0: Hi everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're here with me, Samrin, today, and we are going to look back at Bayern's 2-1 win over SC Freiburg. Alright, so let's start with a look at the lineups. For Bayern, we had Manuel Neuer in goal, Niki Zule at right back, which was... Pretty cool for all those sayers. Daya Upamecano and Luca Hernandez at the center of t- defense. Uh, Alfonso Davies as the left back. Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka as the 6 and 8. Coman Bolozane behind Lewandowski. For Freiburg, they made one change in leave- leaving Shadi out of the lineup for this game compared to the last. And um, in front of Mark Flecken in the back line, there was Nico Schlotterbeck, Philip Leinhardt, and Golde, and right in front of them, Christian Gunther, Nicholas Hofler, Maximilian Eggestein, and Lucas Kubler. And then right in front of them, Vincenzo Gruffo, Wu Yong-Jung, a fa- former Bayern Man, of course, and Lucas Holler. All right. So um, before we get started, it is worth it is worth noting that Freiburg came into this game with an unbeaten run. They were the last team standing in Germany who had been unbeaten in either competition. And they came in with confidence and it showed. It wasn't easy from the get-go for Bayern and it took a while to break Freiburg down. Eventually. Uh, When Thomas Muller would have two chances for an assist, he would get the first one wrong, he'd get the second one right, and he would find Leon Goretzka, who would score the first of the day. Goretzka could have had a second. He hit the post in the second half. He could have had a third. His shot flew just about over the bar. Um, But Byron would eventually get a second because of their hard work through Robert Lewandowski late in the game. Freiburg threatened in the last 10 minutes. They did this last season, too, in case... um, Y'all don't remember. And they gotta go back through Yannick Harborough, the substitute. Uh Freiburg made some real pos- really positive changes as the game was winding down. They brought in Domirovich, they brought in Shade, they brought in Killian Sildelia and um it showed. It showed on the pitch. Byron made some changes too. Serge Gnabry coming on. That was very helpful as the game was winding down. Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting coming on. Tanguy Nianzu, Toliso, and Jamal Muziala. So Nagelsmann used up his full complement of subs. You watch, You probably watched the game. You know what happened. Byron ran out 2-1 winners. But there were there was so much of note in that game. So let's talk about Robert Lewandowski. Normally, the number nine, he has he has really grown over his years at Bayern. But what was really notable for me today was he was actually not always playing up front. He was found so often on the wings that it caught me by surprise. He was the one putting in the crosses for those up front. And once he put in a cross for Alphonso Davies early on in the game, and Davis directed his header right at Flecken, and it wasn't a goal as a result. But Lewandowski did so much work off the ball, and this interchangeability really helped out today. Sane was more than Lewandowski, I thought Sane was the focal point today because every counter attack was launched via Sane and his speed. Um, so, whenever Bayern Which was very rarely, was sort of stuck in the Freiburg half. The way that they were uh, playing their way out from the back was either through Coma down the channels or through Zane centrally. Joshua Kimmich had a much better game, although, 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 a mistake from him almost let in Hoeffler in the, I mean, sorry, rather, Holler in the first half. Yeah, when Hoffler and Holler play for the same team, it, it gets hard eventually. And um, he let in Holler. And Holler, on another day, I think, scores that one. Maybe it was just the nerves about playing against Bayern. So there was that. But other than that, it was a very clean performance. It was a clean performance from the back line who didn't really let Freiburg in till the end when a lot of the changes had already happened. Wu Young Jung, had he been... I don't know. Had he been sharper, I think Freiber could have done more today. Jung was there. Was the leader of their line almost like Zane was? He was the outlet, and a lot of times, Jung made the wrong decision when it came to the final third. I just, I just thought he was. He really didn't know what to do at times when he had the ball and sometimes even when he had support it just didn't seem to me that he was making the right decisions um there was one situation i think in the second half where there were three fiber players in the box and jung couldn't find one even one of them and we know from watching jung before that he has the quality to do better and maybe it was just playing against his former club that really sort of got into his head. But yeah, Bayern did a very good job of neutralizing Christian Gunter. That has to be said, because, and Vincenzo Grieffel, because a lot of Freiburg's attacks tend to come down that side. And then um, I would say that they did a great job neutralizing Jung as well. It wasn't only that Jung couldn't find his man. It was also because Byron really had two or three guys in Jung whenever he found himself anywhere near the box. Nico Schlotterbeck was a perpetual hard worker for firework today and almost seemed like an outlet at times for them to play out from the back. What has to be said about Bayern today was that they had immense patience against an opposition that was not going to let them have it their own way. And they allowed Freiburg to create very little. Um, It wasn't so much a case of Bayern was not playing well. Otherwise, they would have destroyed Freiburg 5-0. It was that Freiburg was very tough. These games between Bayern and Freiburg are never, never easy. One of the games, both of the games last season were close. And, um it It really both really came down to the final seconds, as did today. What was so impressive to me today once Yannick Harborough had scored was Serge Gnabry's play to make sure that Fibre would not be able to launch another attack. normally, under those circumstances, the team that's pressing on usually ends up creating one more chance and it either goes in or it doesn't and um. The scoreline changes, or it doesn't. But Serge Gnabry made sure that that was not going to happen. He played out from the Freiburg half multiple times. He earned by a late corner. Him and Chupa Moting, it must be said as well, made sure that Freiburg would not be able to fashion another chance. By the way, it is such a shame that Corentin Tolisso's goal doesn't stand. That yes, Chupa was offside, but what a lob that was from Tolisso! And that's the second wonderful goal that he has had disallowed this season. And hopefully he'll score another wonderful goal where. The, where the goal will stand because, well, everyone's onside on that goal. Um, other notable points for me, I thought Zule did a great job at right back. I thought Davies was very good at left back and what a performance it was from Leon Goretzka. He was my personal favorite today. Um, Zani was quietly excellent but Goretzka was just, just brilliant today. And Uh, Manuel Neuer, by the way, produced a couple great saves. And Freiburg might have gotten their first goal earlier on. And in that case, Harborough's goal might have been the equalizer had Neuer not kept an earlier attempt out. I think it was from Holler. I'm not exactly sure. It was a header that came really fast from a grief or free kick. So kudos to Neuer. Um, Last season, Freiburg had a similar charge against Bayern in the last five, six minutes and they hit the post and um, Norea was crucial in keeping them out in that game too as he is in so many games. Moreover, today was just to me, I liked this performance so much because it was not it didn't have the craziness of either the Union Berlin or the Benfica games where Benfica and Union Berlin had tons of chances it was much more calm much more measured performance from Byron, which leads me to asking whether this lineup that Byron had out there was their best with the only part that's interchangeable being Coman and Gnabry for me um those two it doesn't matter which one is playing like I think Coman may be in slightly better form now but both are excellent and of similar quality so I'll give them that but other than that, I think Zule at right back and Davies at left back is Byron's key to success. I really do. I think it gives the team additional stability. Um, other than that, all the moving parts are almost exactly the same. Uh, Upamecano had a better day than he's had in recent weeks. And um, that was a good performance from him to keep Freiburg out for most of the game. As far as Harbor's goal is concerned, I think, I don't know if I... Chalk that down to a defensive error. I think it was a really good attempt by Harborough. It was a shame that Nora could not keep his clean sheet. But overall, this was just such a solid display where everyone did their jobs. Uh, it, to me, it's Byron's backline that often holds Byron back. And today, backline was spot on. I mean, the backline is spot on. It gives Kimmy and Godetska room to roam. Which is important because Kimmich is not the most press-resistant player as far as I'm concerned. And I like the fact that Nagelsmann uses Zane as an outlet because Zani's hold-up play is really, really good. Once you get Zane on the ball, it's very hard to get him off it. Like As today showed, he didn't get a goal, he didn't get an assist, but he was crucial in the flow of the play today. And uh, yeah, that about covers it in some other Bundesliga news. Wolfsburg got a win. I guess getting rid of Mark Van Vamel really helps there. And Freiburg stays in the top three, I believe regardless of what happens in today's late game between Dortmund and uh, Arbe Leipzig. And I think Freiburg show that they're very deserving of their third place in the table currently. They... They don't give up. They don't have the flair of Union. They don't have the flair of Gladbach up front. But they have such stability and strength. And it was very interesting to me how they were being able to cut out those last-minute passes by Bayern. Like, if, on every attack, Freiburg managed to find a way to get back. They managed to cut out the last pass. And they just anticipated what Bayern was going to do so well. And that shows organization and structure. And Christian Strike's frustration at the end of the game was telling because that showed that he generally believed that they would get something away from the game and they very nearly did. So kudos to Freiburg. I hope to see them hold on to a tougher finish. I know many will not agree with me because squad-wise, Borussia Gladbach has a far more talented squad. But Leverkusen has a far more talented squad and I could go on, but very few have the organization and structure that Freiburg do. And I'm not saying that Freiburg lacks talent. They do in, in Holler, in Grifo, and Gunter, and Jung, in Eggestein. They have talent all across the board but uh, there are other more talented teams so it'll be interesting to see where Freiburg finish but based on this performance I don't think their I don't think their run so far is surprising at all I think Freiburg are very deserving of where they're at and uh, I hope they finish high up the table so yep, that about covers this game. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage in Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks at Jefferson Fenner at The Barrow Blog at Tommy Adam seventy one at BFWN and more. As always, we love your feedback and appreciate all the support. So give us some feedback and. And keep supporting us, and uh, we really appreciate it. So thank you. This has been me, Samrin. Barnes stays on top of the table after this win. We hope you enjoyed that game. We hope you tuned in because contests against Freiburg are always awesome. Enjoy the rest of your day. Take care.